Hey, Connor, what movie did we just watch? The Shallows. Woo! Like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Connor. My name is Caleb, and welcome to the 58th episode of The Christian Artist. Today is going to be a little bit of a condensed episode since we have about 10 minutes to record this because of various things that happened today. Um, we totally meant to record this earlier, but just we didn't. didn't. So <laughs> we need to find a day that we have nothing going on to record a bunch of episodes. Oh, okay. Because kids camp is coming up. Yep. And yeah, we all have to get ahead with that. And then the student leader camp trip. Exactly. You'll have to do one without me. No, I won't, because we have the next after episode done. Camp? No, after kids camp. You'll, oh, you'll have to do one without me. Oh, like yeah. Hannah or I mean, Jerry or we or can somebody. record like five episodes. In we a day. could. It's but totally a thing. We've recorded three episodes in a day before. I don't think it's... Okay, but that was different because it was like, you know, we were, all, we were talking about the same thing. I know. In each we could episode. just do another we thing could, like Yeah, that. we could do that. Exactly. Just do another series thing, that kind of thing. Okay. All right, so that's a plan, and we're procrastinating even more. Exactly. So, what did you think about The Shallows, Caleb? Uh, well, let's go ahead and just give people a quick synopsis of The, of the Shallows, just in case they haven't heard of it. Um, it's... It's basically uh, a movie about a shark attack. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is the quick synopsis. <laughs> Very simple. But yeah, like, it, it, you know, we, we saw the trailer for this movie and, you know, it just, it was a shark attack. The trailer made me want to watch a movie about a shark attack in a way that no other movie has ever made me want to watch a movie about a shark attack before. Or another trailer, I, su- I should say. The trailer was so well done, so tense in just the, like, two minutes of footage that they had there. And it didn't give away, like, anything about the plot except for what just, it's a shark attack, which you would have figured out anyway. Like, it, it's impossible to go into that movie not knowing it's about a shark. Um, but, yeah, so so this movie was fantastic. And we'll, we'll just give a quick, like, you know, we'll talk real quick about why you should go see this movie. And then we'll get into spoilers. But you should go see this movie because it's simple in a good way. It's the the foreshadowing is excellent. The character absolutely fantastic. The character is intelligent. It's not a dumb. It's not a horror movie where the characters make dumb decisions and then die horrible deaths. It's a, it's a, it's a story about a horror like suspense um, plot where the character is struggling as hard as they can to try to survive, and it's so tense as a result of that. And you 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 sympathize with this woman every single moment of that movie because you know how hard she's trying and you want her to win in the end. If you were a girl, see this movie no matter what. If you were a guy and you have problems with your eyes, do not see this movie. Do not use this this movie as an excuse to go see a movie where a girl is in a bikini for more than five seconds. Well, okay. I mean, if you have a major problem with your eyes and yes. like any any one second of that will like make you stumble like hardcore, I mean, obviously don't. But I mean, in all retrospect, like despite it being a movie about a shark attack and a girl surfer, uh, which has the potential to be <laughs> a little risque, literally, yeah, she was in a bikini for five seconds, like the whole movie, like... <laughs> It was more, yeah. Like it, it was more of time, that, but it was like, oh, she's in a bikini. Uh, it's a, it's, and then it's the rest obvious of it that it's was, a sensual thing. Yeah, but the rest of it was not even close. She, she's bleeding for the majority of the movie. So, like, you have to be really sick to be lusting after a bleeding woman. Just gonna throw <laughs> that out there. <laughs> like, if, if you, yeah, if that's what's happening, yeah. you have other problems. 
but yeah, I mean, I really love this movie because it didn't try to play up any sort of sensual thing about it. It was just a movie about a woman who was not sexualized and was not like damsel and distressified. Like it was a woman who knew what how to how to survive or, or and figured it out and like it was it was great every step of the way she's trying to survive harder and harder and it's great to see her victories and her failures. Favorite character was Steven the Seagull, right? Yes, Steven the Seagull, definitely. Yeah, absolutely favorite character. No, her favorite character was the one actual real character in yeah. that movie. The um, shark, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, the woman. Like, her character was very, very well done. It was simple, as I said. Mm-hmm. This movie does not try to be more than it needs to be, and it works really well as a result. It doesn't try to make some sort of life-changing um, like or world, I, I should say, world-changing event happen. There's no, oh my goodness, the shark is killing a million people. Whatever. It's one shark ki- trying to kill <laughs> it's a one serial person. killer shark. Yeah, it's traveling the world. <laughs> yes. the ghost. Well, that's like, track what, it that's what like the Jaws movies were. Like it was literally we can, let's make a bigger and bigger shark that's killing more and more people and mm-hmm. people who have to stop the shark. It wasn't about that at all. It was one woman fighting one shark. That's what the movie was. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Go see that movie. It's fantastic. I, I don't really think anyone would not like that movie. Like, it, yeah. it, it's not a genre-specific kind of movie. It's not even, like, a horror genre-specific kind of movie. It was just a suspenseful movie that did a good job of telling a story. So if you're a person who likes... A story with suspense, as mm-hmm. most people do, and you like a good story, which most people do, go see this movie. It's a great one. Uh, no, so we talked a little bit about this, but content warning is a little bit of a, a sensual thing at the beginning with the yeah. with the woman changing I, I her clothes. I would barely even count yes. it, though. Like, But don't use this as an excuse to go watch a movie. Yeah, where yeah. You're if that's whatever. the reason you're going to watch it, don't watch it. Yeah. Um, there was one F word and two S words, I think, within five minutes together. The rest of the movie was yeah, in no the most intense part of the movie where she's like yeah. doing the last ditch attempts to try to get rid of this shark. Which is really the only place that I would ever justify exactly. swearing like, in a movie, not for myself. Exactly. <laughs> but it didn't feel forced. It didn't no. just feel like, oh, we got to throw a couple Let's voluntary put some swear S words, words in you here know? because yeah. people are going to like our movie more if it, it this was, person is swearing. It was, you know what? This character is probably going to swear right here. And she swore. And that's a thing. Like, it's okay. Um, swearing is okay? No. You didn't just say that. <laughs> I, I'm I, saying I want a new this, partner okay. on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Get out of here. Like, you're the person in charge of this podcast, definitely. <gasps> Split in the church. Connor, Division. You, you, would not, Division. you would not continue Division. this podcast if Division. I was be honest. Division. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd completely change it. I'd just start talking <laughs> just, about... I'd just, just be emotional. That's yeah. what it'd be. <laughs> i just rant. Connor's rants. Yeah, that's what we just changed the name. 2.0. The Christian artist, in parentheses, really just Connor's rants. <laughs> yes. Um... All right, so spoilers. Well, it's called The Christian. Well, let's, yeah, let's go ahead and just talk about the foreshadowing a little bit of this movie, uh, getting into spoilers, spoilers here. So if you <laughs> haven't seen the movie, I, I'm just ignoring your joke. Okay. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, go turn this off now and go watch the movie and then come back. So wh- wh- why was the foreshadowing so good in this movie, Connor? He doesn't know. <laughs> no, um, I, I was going to make a joke, but I, I, all of my jokes that came to my head were stupid, so... Um. The foreshadowing is great because it didn't make you feel like it was foreshadowing. Yeah. It made yeah. it was just like, you know, two people talking about coral and then later in the movie you're like, 
Oh, coral stings like a jellyfish. Ah, ah, Well, well ah. to be honest, okay, to be honest, I knew the moment they said that, that it was going to come into play. Oh, I, I did too. I knew immediately, but I didn't know how, and exactly. that's why it worked. Like, it was, oh, okay, this is coral. I have absolutely no idea specifically how that's going to work, yeah, but and, I well, know to look out for that. Now. I think we both thought like that, but under normal circumstances, I don't think most people would. Probably not. See that as like, oh, this was foreshadowing. It's just like, but again, two that's because talking. that's because of you and I, the way our brains. We're work. we're trying to. We, we we're, came into it. We're knowing, analyzing. It, we yeah. we watched the movie to review it. Yes. Like that's was really, really what, we, what did. we did. Yep. So you know, right away we noticed that, and especially you know, after watching Brotherhood, we started watching Brotherhood again. We're like really looking for foreshadowing and really critical of that foreshadowing because yeah. there isn't as much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that and and what foreshadowing there is, it's. Blank that, exposition. Yeah, just blank exposition. So, so we, you know, we we're really in need of foreshadowing. So we were just kind of looking for diamonds. You know what I mean? Diamonds in the rough. Yeah. Diamonds in the rough. And then we did, and it was great. Um, really, we should say pearls because you know pearls because the, the ocean, right? Yeah. Pearls in the coral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but it was great. Okay, with the coral thing specifically, it it wasn't like oh, we see the coral, and now we know. Mm-hmm. It was, she, she was frantically trying to get away from the shark, and she stepped on coral. You mm-hmm. had one second to react while yeah. she that stepped on that coral, and you're like, oh, there you go. Because she didn't had completely forgotten about it. She didn't even think about it. She was trying to get on a rock, mm-hmm. and she stepped on coral, and then she's like, dang it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I forgot I about the that, coral. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think they did a very good job of making you see like you didn't have any knowledge that the character didn't. Yeah. Yeah. At least I don't think so. I think there was one point where you did. Oh, with with her girl, not her, her girlfriend, but her girl that was a friend. Yeah. Who was rooming with her or whatever. I remember she texted her when yeah. she put down her phone and you saw the text but she didn't. I think it was the only time that I remember uh, seeing that. So I, I remember seeing that and noticing that in the rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah, and the, the you, purpose of that was to show no one was coming yeah, looking for her. Mm-hmm. She but, had to survive And she thought that night. they were. Yeah, yeah. And that's so... But, but it's good because that means she had the strength to yeah. keep going, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, that's why we thought it was great. I think the only thing I would have changed about that movie is if the shark would have destroyed that gigantic ship that she was trying to signal with the flare gun. <laughs> Connor and I were joking as we watched this. He's like, wouldn't it be great if like that ship that she's trying to uh, signal with the flare, like the shark just goes over and just eats it. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Um, it that would, that would have ramped up the stakes yeah, a bit. <laughs> I was disappointed that the shark didn't destroy that entire yeah, gigantic yeah. ship. But what's interesting about that coral thing that you mentioned, too, is that it didn't just come into play once. It came into play several Multiple times. times. yes. And it, it built up to that was the, one of the main reasons she was able to beat the mm-hmm. shark was yeah. she used the coral to her advantage. I still think it would have been better if she would have used the drunk guy right at the beginning to just get over to the buoy. Again, it was we've, we've had this conversation. It was three in the morning. Yeah. And she's and not going to just drunk, jump into the pitch dark. She, didn't, she probably wouldn't even know where to go. Like, literally, it was... Connor, it was more light for us than it was for her. Probably, yeah. We well, how had, did she see we the guy then, huh? She didn't. Uh, the, the drunk guy? It was starting she was to calling get, to It him? was starting to get dark. So? She was calling to him. Oh, right. It was earlier than that, yeah. wasn't it? Okay, it wasn't three in the morning. And so she should have just swam over right then and used the drunk guy as a distraction. But she has morals, and that's why she didn't. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. I would have, like, as soon as I saw the shark eat the guy, I would have dove into <laughs> yeah. the water for the buoy. That's yeah, what I would have done. Yeah, probably. But, but it, it's, it's uh, 
uh, believable. It is it, that no, she was it, standing it was there in shock. I wouldn't have though. At least I don't think Are so. Are you positive? Either, either you that, have. or I would have been so irrationally afraid of touching the water yeah. that I would never have gone back <laughs> yeah, in. It yeah. would be one of the two. Either complete courage, <laughs> complete fear. Okay, I'm a black I get and white kind of guy. Okay, so what else about the foreshadowing do we enjoy? Oh, okay, so I really, really loved um, the moments with the buoy. Um, everything about that, the buoy part of the. Uh, of the story because she it, she oil. found a flare. Well, okay, mm-hmm. she found a flare gun, and that's totally reasonable because yeah. that's the thing Bowie would have. It wasn't oh she found a gun randomly and somehow mm-hmm. this like why would there be a gun? It totally makes sense that there would be. And then she used it to grab a signal. The ship failed. It's because obviously you can't end that that quickly. And also she dropped the flares in the water and she had to fight for that as well. Exactly. That was cool. And that was the moment where she looks at the ship. It's gone. She, it just disappeared off the horizon. And it looks like she's going to give up. And she's and just then like, she just dives exactly. in the water. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was the moment where, that was like the last threshold she needed to cross to be like, I will survive this no matter what. And then she spends the rest of the movie doing anything she can to survive. Um, going to the, uh, ah, man, there was something I was going to mention. What, what were you? When she sets the shark on fire? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, so then you have the oil. Um, where I totally didn't get it at first. Uh-huh. She she uh, shoots a flare at the shark, and it sets on fire. Like, everything sets on fire, and I was really confused. But then I remembered, oh, dying whale. whale. Yeah. That was, the you know, the initial um, bit that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which they didn't even show in the trailer. They That's didn't, like yeah. one of the beginning parts of the movie. Yeah, that was what the shark had originally attacked, yeah. and then... She went into her, it to the into the shark's feeding grounds, and then all this stuff happened. Um, but yeah, so then the whale oils was leaking out, and then she shot it, and it went on fire. But again, she failed. Even though she set it on fire for a moment, it goes underwater. Okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, fire doesn't work. Obviously, <laughs> the water. shark isn't gonna die yeah. and stay up on the top of the yeah. water. Um, but then we got to the moment um, where. Oh, and then there was foreshadowing with the the bit where she was looking at the camera and saw that, you know, there was a little thing in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, And it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, so somebody did get, get you. Like, like I was thinking right there and then, like, oh, so this is the prequel movie that we're not going to show because they didn't succeed. Ah, But, but yeah. it feels like, oh, you can think of these characters in a different movie that wouldn't be a very good movie. They do succeed at a small level, and that is why she is able to beat this shark. Mm-hmm. It's because of this little thing that somebody did. It just feels like, like, oh, these other people who we don't even know of, their their deaths like meant something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's I just, didn't it's just think cool. about that. Yeah. The the one thing I wanted to mention um, when we get, as we get towards the climax of the movie here is that when the she you no know, she you know her she films herself with the camera mm-hmm. and like the GoPro or whatever, and then sends it off to the shore or whatever. Um, with a seagull. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. what happens then, you know, she, she sends it off, and then the little kid picks it up. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was like, I had a twinge of, oh, no. Is this really how it's going to end? Like, they just send yeah. help, and uh-huh. then that's the end of it? But then the rest of the movie was like, the shark is now increasing the stakes because he's yeah. getting frustrated. He's like, I will kill you now. And so she doesn't have, a, she can't wait. Mm-hmm. She can't wait around. And so the shark is attacking her with an increased frenzy and she has to fight for every moment since he's still alive to make sure that that, that um, 
that rescue actually does come. And it wasn't that it just randomly washed up on shore and the, this kid picked it up. It was she specifically threw it towards the shore to make sure that someone would try to find it. And she had to fight to get it in the first place. Exactly. It didn't just wash up on shore. Mm-hmm. And that was foreshadowed by the characters at the beginning of the movie. Exactly. And, and so all these little things we're talking about, and if we had more time, we would be able to go into this in more detail. But basically what we're trying to say with all this is that the movie did such a good job of foreshadowing. And if you want One to know, best. if you want to know how to do foreshadowing right watch this movie because it's really that's that's what it does the best and if you just watch it for that you will have gained something amazing as a writer because i mean if you watch another movie or read a book that does good foreshadowing but has a lot of other stuff you might get distracted by all those little things but this movie was about foreshadowing the suspense and the victories at the end yeah and if you watch it like that you will get so much out of it at, at, at the end um, and then, you know, we had the end where she totally is a boss and uses Swims the weight again. yeah, uses oh, the weight that. of the chain of the buoy to drag her towards the bottom of the ocean where there's these metal spikes where the buoy is attached to that mm-hmm. totally kills the shark, and it's great. Yeah, and then that, and then she, even after that, she gets back in the water because she's just that cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's that's the end of our review then, that we, yeah. <laughs> we give it a... Yeah, we need 8. to give it a... 8.5 or something? No, 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 it has to be a percentile, remember? We've been doing All right, percentiles. All right, 85%. Really? Really? I would give it more than that. Really? There's there's virtually nothing wrong with that movie, Connor. Yeah, no, there's not anything wrong with it. I just, it wasn't, I'm not saying it's not as good as it could be, but it, it's still not one of my favorite right. movies of all I see time. What you're so I'm I would give it, it something that good. I would give it a 90, though. 90? Yeah. I think I'd give it enough wiggle room. I'll give it an 87 because of your vote of confidence. Okay. <laughs> and mainly I do that is because I rate most things I see slash watch highly. High, yeah. Because most of the things I, I do pick up are good. Like I, I, I do, I have managed to find good stories that I really, really enjoy. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of other stories out there that are horrible, but I usually just don't read those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm usually like, oh, well that's going like, to be stupid. Like so that I'm Joyce not. Meyer book that we saw the other day, <laughs> yeah. or that I saw the other day. Uh, yeah, but that's not a story. That's not what we're talking about That's a fair all. point. That's a fair point. That's a completely other podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, there Episode. you go. That's, Episode of the podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. There you go. That's our, uh condensed episode review of uh, The The Shallows. Shallows. Very, very nice. (laughs) All right, thank you guys for listening. We're going to go ahead and go do some music right now. It's going to be great. That was the shark, by the way, the noise that I made. Connor is totally a boss on the cajon, which is the Spanish word for box. It's basically a box drum. It's great. We're going to have some fun time playing some music today. So, you guys, enjoy yourselves, and thank you for listening. Um, you can find us on Twitter, at Christ underscore art underscore show. Oh, can you? Yes, you can. Oh. <laughs> on Facebook at facebook.com slash christianartistshow, and on our website at christianartistshow.com. You can also find my website at calebmpowers.com, and it looks like I'm going to be doing some streaming uh, over the next month or so, writing my novel on Twitch. And you say so, it looks like because you can see the future? No, it looks like because I can I can look at my profile and be like, oh, that's what I named that, and oh, I'm totally gonna do that. Oh, okay, that's a thing. That's a I would say determination, but okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm totally gonna write that. So you can find that at uh, Twitch.tv/xcarthan12. X C A R T H A N twelve. There you go. That's all the stuff that we got to say today. Adios. And tomorrow. And tomorrow, and until next week. We've got another episode for you next week, and then we'll be back with some other stuff. So we're gonna next week we're gonna talk about Christian cliches. So we'll have fun with that. So thank you guys for listening once again, and have a good week.